All right, good morning, church. I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in to us this morning. Um, because of the bad cell service I have and not wanting to get uh, too many people inside the church at this moment, um, and because I can't get to the church, we decided just to go ahead and do this uh, online. That'd be audio only, no visual, so you will not get to see my pretty face today. You just got to hear this voice. I'm sorry about that. But uh, it's uh, it's going to work out. I think everything will be just fine. Uh, hopefully everybody will be able to listen to this. If you have any issues, let me know, and I'll try to figure out another way to um, get the recording um, louder or whatever it may need. But anyway, just appreciate everybody bearing with us. Hopefully everybody's staying warm and staying uh, safe and uh, not being so sick. This, uh, this old virus and everything else floating around right now has got everybody uh, kind of uh, uneasy and I understand that completely um, just uh, kind of give y'all a heads up what's going on we've had a, a lot of sickness over here in uh, Watauga just a lot of people that we know my um, my aunt's uh, father passed away uh, on Monday we had the funeral yesterday for him and um, one of my close friends uh, preacher Tim Pierce uh, his wife just passed away on Friday of COVID uh, she was 62 dear sweet lady she was paisley's babysitter for a while just a, a dear woman and I, I i really hate to hear that and they haven't made the arrangements yet so we'll be dealing with that later preacher david ward's been sick with covid preacher Derek wilson's been sick with covid uh, just a, a lot of sickness and and just a lot of death here lately so um, we're trying to just be mindful of everybody by doing this uh, online today as we mentioned uh, if you've got your Bibles and you want to follow along, we're going to be in one little verse today. Very common verse, one that we learn as a child. And it's going to be over in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Matthew 7, 12 is where we'll be when we get there. But one of the things that I'm going to talk about this morning for, for just a minute before we get into the, the, the meat of the message is um, it's just a little story that I've, I've always recalled and, and think of when I read this verse, and it is a story of uh, J.C. Penney. Yes, it is the J.C. Penney, the, the store. So when he was a, a kid, his dad shared with him the verse that we're going to be reading here in a few minutes, Matthew seven twelve, And he said, Son, if you follow this golden rule, you'll live a great life for the Lord, and God will take care of you. That left a... Uh, a lasting impression on J.C. Penney's life. So years later, of course, he started this chain of stores across the country, and he he based his whole business philosophy on this one verse, Matthew seven twelve. He treated his customers and he treated his coworkers or associates the way that he wanted to be treated, and God blessed that business. Now, if you look around, I know several have closed. But if you look around right now, there's over 650 J.C. Penney's all over uh, the U.S. So the same verse that empowered the life of J.C. Penney, it can and it should empower the lives of Christians or believers today. So I want us to, to look at uh, three ways that this golden rule that we're going to read here in a minute applies to our lives. So if you've got your Bibles open, you're over in Matthew 7, 12. Bible says, therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Let's pray. 
Father God, this morning we just want to come to you again. Thank you for uh, an opportunity, even though it may be through technology. Lord, uh, you found a way uh, for us to come together this morning and to worship and to honor you. And I pray, Lord, we do just that. We honor you this morning with all that is said and done. And I pray, God, that you would just continue to touch our church as we grow and as uh, we try to to cope with the sickness that's going on and the weather as well. And I pray, God, that you would just bless us for our efforts. God, I pray that you would be with those that are sick, those that are recovering, those that are shut in. Be with those that are grieving right now. Lord, be with Brother Tim Pierce as he grieves over the loss of his wife. He just lost his mother about a month ago, so Lord, he's still grieving from that. And I pray, God, that you would just uh, be with that entire family. Lord, be with Preacher David Ward as he recovers, Preacher Derek Wilson as uh, he recovers as well, and just all those others that we all know that are that are uh, uh, sick, have this COVID or whatever may be going on. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for protecting our church the way that you have. We've had some sickness, but nothing too serious, God, and just thank you for that. And I pray, Lord, again, you would honor our time together. Bless this time. Bless our efforts. In your son's name we pray. Amen. All right, so the three things we're going to look at this morning about this golden rule. The first thing that I want to look at is it means that we should serve others the way that we would want to be served. Do unto others. That's that's the way that we have always interpreted the golden rule. Now, that's not the way that our Bible reads it, but it's the way that we have been taught as children. The golden rule is do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. If you were the owner of your own company, and I know some uh, some of the people here at the church do own their own companies, how many of you would want your workers to work as hard as they could? And I believe right now, if I was to ask for a show of hands, everybody's hands would be up. We'd all want everybody to work just as hard as they could. So how many of you would want them to to keep a positive attitude towards others, even when things get chaotic around the office or wherever you're at? Again, I believe everyone would show their hands right now if they could. If that's the way you would want to be treated if you were the boss, then that's the way you should treat your current boss. So all of us that have bosses, I'm not a boss, but I try to treat my boss the way that I would want to be treated. Living out the truth here of of this Bible verse, uh, one of my commentators says that it revolutionizes the way that you do your job. And I believe that 100%. You're not just doing the bare minimum so that you can get your paycheck. You're living your life the way Jesus wants you to live it. You're serving others the way you would want to be served. Over in uh, 1 Corinthians 10.31, Paul tells us, he says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, he says, listen to this, he says, Do all to the glory of God. What it, it says, Whether therefore ye eat or drink, here's the key right here, it says, Whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Folks, that means that whatever we do in this life, we are to glorify God. We are to give Him honor. We are to uh, praise Him. We are to honor Him in all that we do, whether we're eating or we're drinking or we're driving a car down the road or we're swinging a hammer or we're typing on a computer or we're going to school and we're learning. Whatever we do, whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of of God, and I think we overlook that verse quite often, do all to the glory of God. Now, you might be sitting there this morning, and and you probably just slammed your coffee cup down. You might not like this. You're probably saying that's not realistic. 
I can't do that. That's not the way most supervisors act. That's not the way most people act. Well, I'll be honest with you. You're right. That's not the way most people act. People are selfish by nature. You know, before I went to Wilcox to work and I worked at Samaritan's Purse, I worked with a bunch of, I'm doing air quotes right now, you can't see me, Christian people that I had some supervisors that made me question their faith, the way that they treated others and the way that that they, they talked to others and the way that they handled um, money that was given uh, by faith and that it was given as a donation in, in God's name. I, I question that. We don't want to practice this golden rule because, and these folks definitely didn't, they don't want to practice, didn't want to practice the golden rule because it's a lot more fun when you practice the golden rule, when that golden rule is practiced on us. We don't want to practice the golden rule because it's a lot more fun when folks practice the golden rule on us. It's a lot more fun when when people say, here, let me help you with that. When folks come up to you and they say, well, what can I do to make you more comfortable? Or they come up to you and say, what can I do to be a blessing in your life? That's why we like going out to these hotels whenever we travel. Because people are bending over backwards to serve us. Think about that. Well, you probably hadn't ever thought about that. When we go to a hotel, if you've ever noticed, the majority of the time, that when you go into these hotels, the desk clerk is trying to make sure everything is good for you. And, and those that are preparing your rooms or those th- that are coming up and down the hall and they're cleaning the rooms, if you open that door up and you poke your head out and you say, hey, can I grab an extra towel or can I get another thing, a shampoo or another bar of soap? or what? And They just bend over backwards for you. If you've ever been on a cruise, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those people on the cruise ship will do everything and anything for you just to, to make sure that you are served and that that you're happy and sometimes you know folks that's that's all right it's it's nice to be served like that and and to leave somewhere feeling happy feeling uh, like that we've been blessed or feeling like we've been listened to and and taken care of mark 10:44 tells us and and whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all treating people the way you want to be treated it fulfills the will of God. Now, the second thing we'll look at this morning is this. The golden rule means that we should forgive others the way you would want to be forgiven. Take a deep breath. And I want you to prepare yourself for this one, okay? Because this is the, this is a hard one right here. And this is, honestly, I am I need to practice what I preach on this one. I'll be honest with you. How many of you have ever said, Oh, I wish they would give me another chance or i wish they would realize how sorry i am for what i said or what i did i wish they could forgive me i bet every single one of us right now has said something along those lines i wish they and maybe forgive you or or realize how sorry you are or just forgive us if if you're ever if you've ever wanted to be forgiven then you should have have empathy for the people in your life who need that forgiveness. Ephesians 4.32 says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted. Here's the big one. Forgiving one another, 
even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. I'm going to read it again because we need to hear this. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Paul hit the nail on the head right there. Billy Graham. I, I, I like these stories about Billy Graham. I, I, I tell you what, I really, I really liked him. I, I, I liked the way he preached. I liked the way that, that he taught. I loved the way that that he 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 related to so many people on so many different levels. And he wrote this newspaper column down in in, in Montreat, um, where he answered questions that people would send over to him. It's like Dear Abby, but you know, Christian. One person wrote to him and said this said my dad is dying and he wants to see me one more time but he abandoned me when i was a kid why should i go and see him now now dr graham said this what your father did was very hurtful and i can understand why you wouldn't want to uh, want to go see him but put yourself in his shoes if you messed uh, if you messed up your relationship with your family, wouldn't you pray for one more chance to make things right before you died? Wouldn't you want one last opportunity to say, I'm sorry? Wouldn't you want one last chance to be a blessing? And then Dr. Graham went on and he said this, this isn't just about your dad's need for forgiveness. This is about your willingness to extend forgiveness. When you give your heart to Jesus, God gives you the ability to forgive the hurts of the past. God gives you the ability to love people that you could never love on your own. Right there is words of wisdom from a great man. I want to read that last part again. When you give your heart to Jesus, God gives you the ability to forgive the hurts of the past. God gives you the ability to love people that you could never love on your own. You know, there are people out there that we consider unlovable. There are some people out there that we struggle just to like a little bit, just to to get by with, you know, whether we work with them or go to school with them, whatever it is, we struggle with with them and, and, and just liking them. But here, after salvation, we are to love. It's something that we can do, something we can do not on our own, not on our own strength. It's not anything that we can do on our own. It is through the power and by the help of the Holy Spirit and the Almighty God that we can forgive others the way we would want to be forgiven. If I've wronged somebody, I want to forgive them. If they've wronged me, then I would expect to be forgiven that's the way we that's what we are that's human nature all right the third thing last one the golden rule means that we should show love for others the way we would want to be loved we should show love for others the way that we would want to be loved so this verse here it it revolutionizes the way that we love others It, it challenges us to put the interest of others <laughs> ahead of your own interest. That's tough, ain't it? 
That's what the golden rule is all about. Jesus says, if you live your life like this, you are fulfilling the will of God. You are living out the essence of the Old Testament. We see the, the same truth right here in other parts of the Bible. If you go over to Romans 13, Paul is talking about our relationships with one another. Romans uh, 13, 8 tells us, he says, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Do y'all remember that? How many times do we look over that instead of reading into it, studying it, and applying that? How many times do we look over that little verse right there? Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Go back in the Old Testament. The commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not covet. All these other commandments are summed up in one rule. Listen, love thy neighbor as who? Yourself. Love thy neighbor as thyself. In other words, treating others the way you want to be treated fulfills the will of God. The golden rule is all about loving and serving others with the the same sacrificial love that God has for us. That same love that Jesus Christ had for us when he went to the cross. The same love that he has for us when he was risen. And when he came back, when, when he, he came down here and tarried on earth for just a little while, and he ascended back, and he gave us the, the great commission, and he told us to go go into the uttermost parts of the world. He said, go ye therefore. And he tells us to go all over the world and to preach the gospel. And when we preach the gospel, we preach it with love and out of love. Not out of hatred, but out of love. Because everybody's our neighbor. And, and we are to love thy neighbor as thyself. That's how we are to to preach it, out of love. Anything that's ever said behind the pulpit should be said out of love, not out of anger, not out of hatred, not out of spite, which does happen often in a lot of churches. A lot of preachers take advantage of the pulpit. They see it as a platform to bash other people inside the church. That's not what it's for. It is to be used with love. That, that pulpit is to be used with reverence. That church is to be used with reverence, is to be used with love. We go into that church, we're spreading love. We leave that church, we're spreading love. When we tell others about Jesus, we're spreading love because we love our neighbors. We love our neighbors the same way we love ourselves. That golden rule is all about loving and serving others with the same sacrificial love that God has for us. Ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. If you're listening this morning and you've not done that, you don't have a clue about the feeling that you get once you've asked for forgiveness. Once someone has come to you and forgiven you of something they have done, you don't quite understand this message this morning. But if you want to understand the message, ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. See what happens. See that feeling that you get. If you're saved this morning and you're listening, then practice that golden rule. Practice that golden rule in the lives of others. 
Go and forgive others that have done you wrong. Go and forgive those that maybe you forgot all about what's going on. And, and this morning, this message just it just stirred a, a, up your memory and stirred up your heart. And it's reminded you of something that you've done that, that you've got to go talk to that person and get things right. Go bury that hatchet with them. Get back on the up and up with them, whatever it may be. But I'm telling you right now, the feeling that you get once you have forgiven someone but it's, I can't even explain it. I, I could try. I just mess it up. But it's a great feeling to know that you've got things right with someone that you've done wrong or someone that's done you wrong just by forgiving them. Let's pray. Father God, this morning again, we just want to thank you. Thank you for the rule. Thank you for, God, these words, this one little verse that, that we look over sometimes. We, we're taught this as children, as something that, our parents teach us or the Sunday school teacher is teaching us. It's just one of those things, even in school, that our teachers are teaching that we just forget about as adults. And Lord God, I pray today that this is a great reminder of what we are to do as Christians, whether adults, young adults, children, whatever it may be. God, we are to forgive others. We are to love others. Everybody's our neighbor. So love that neighbor. Forgive that neighbor. Lord, for for looking back here in this Bible and for the things that, that you had to encounter and endure before the cross and on that cross, it blows my mind when I think about the persecution that took place. Those people that mocked your son, Jesus Christ. They spat on him, threw things at him cursed him but yet hanging on that cross he looked not down on those people he looked upon those people and he loved those people he forgave them as the bible says here it says father forgive them for they know not what they do and when he spoke those words he spoke those words out of true love pure love lord i pray we can do just that as well that we can look upon those that we have done wrong or have done us wrong, and we can ask for forgiveness. Take it upon ourselves to give forgiveness where it needs to be given and accept forgiveness where it needs to be accepted. Lord, I pray that today's message was a great reminder to each and every one of us what our duties are, what we are called to do, and what we must do every chance that we get. Forgive. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Lord, I thank you again for this day. Lord, it sounds odd, but thank you for technology today. Thank you for allowing us to come together via the, the internet and to, to just have a time together in our own homes with our own families. Worship you. And I pray, God, that you would, again, just bless our families, keep everyone safe, be with all that are out in this mess. And uh, Lord, we just can't forget our, our frontline workers right now. Lord, be with our doctors and nurses. They continue to struggle uh, day in, day out with this just sickness that's flooding our hospitals. Lord, I pray that you keep them safe. Give them rest when they need that rest. Clear their minds. And Lord, again, just be with those that are on the roads right now as well, DOT and emergency services and all those that are out 
keep them safe. Place a hedge of protection around them as well. God, we love you. We praise you. Father, we thank you this morning. All this in your son's name we pray. Amen. All right, church. It was a little short because I didn't get to see you guys. It's a lot. I can usually preach a lot longer when I've got uh, people in the congregation, but I ain't got nobody, so it's a little short this morning. But I appreciate everybody tuning in, and hopefully we'll get back into the church here pretty soon, hopefully. And uh, until then, you guys stay warm, stay safe, and I will see you guys here soon, I hope.